and your sales staff is reporting very strong numbers. Outperforming last year, in fact. How does a small paper supplier compete with the big firms? Today, we're looking at sales lessons from Dunder Mifflin and some practices we should all be applying ourselves. No, I'm just on the phone with this stupid salesman. He's so dumb. Probably just gonna keep him on the line forever and not buy anything. <laughs> okay. It's up to you to change his mind. Yes, let's start with Michael Scott. And apparently it was actually the idea of Ricky Gervais, who created the UK version of the show, to have Michael Scott be a good salesman because he believed that for Americans to like the character, he needed to actually be good at his job sometimes. And sales is the area that he excels, even winning Salesman of the Year before he became a branch manager. Been there, done that. Went there again, did it again. Two years in a row. One of the best examples we see of Michael's sales technique is when him and Jan are trying to woo a client. Jan keeps trying to push the conversation to business right away, but Michael keeps doing the opposite. So for us, the name of the game is budget reduction. Awesome Blossom. What? I think we should share an awesome Blossom. What do you say? They are awesome. You want to, Christian? Awesome? Sure. Okay. At first, we think he's just wasting time, typical Michael. It's only when we see him forming a real connection with the client, truly getting to know him, do we realize he's been building the foundations of the relationship before diving straight in to talk business. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Baby back. I want my baby back, In a world where we are constantly being pitched things, more than ever, we like to deal with the people we feel we know and have a connection with. The people who make us feel good and devote time to understanding our needs and problems. And yes, building rapport like this takes more time, but after all, every sale is with a real person. Just treating them as a number means you never get the same connection that Michael is able to generate, which is ultimately what leads to the sale. They come in, they undercut everything, and they run us out of business, and then, once we're all gone, we jack up the prices. I guess I could give you guys our business, but you have to meet me halfway, okay? Because they're expecting me to make cuts. Well, corporate's gonna go ballistic, but uh, you think we could, Jan? But now, let's take a look at the unlikely sales duo of Dwight and Jim. Whilst Dwight's more aggressive in his tactics and Jim is more relaxed, they both play to their strengths, and it works extremely well, because after all, a sale can't feel too pushy, but at the same time, there has to be some directness when it comes to closing the deal, so a mix of the two works extremely well. Okay, phone. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Let me talk to you about a few of the other things we can offer. Namely, we know the tax season's coming up, so by April 1st, we can have you fully stocked. However, ultimately the reason they get the sale is one of the reasons Dunder Mifflin gets most of its sales. They perfectly demonstrate their value proposition, their unique selling point over competitors, which is their customer service. Many businesses really want that personal connection and knowing that customer service is gonna be prioritized. And so by quite literally demonstrating that to their prospects, it makes it so much easier for them to get the yes. But let me ask you something. How important to you is customer service? It's very. Please keep holding. Your call is very important to us. Mm. It's one of the big guys. Been on hold this whole time. And this is Dunder Mifflin. Hey, Kelly, it's Jim. Oh my God, Jim, how are you? I'm to tell you. <laughs> All right, I get it. We got a deal. <clears throat> All right. 
Now, when it comes to Jim and Dwight's individual sales performances, both of them get a lot of sales through sheer perseverance. For example, when Jim actually tries and refuses to give up after hearing a no, he eventually talks the prospect round. I had to give Phil credit for not quitting, which is what I told him. I also told him that I don't quit either, and I'd call him every single day until he gave me his business, which he then did after 15 minutes of me blocking his car. So I am now his paper supplier. Now, just to demonstrate these points further, let's look at what happens when these principles aren't applied. Firstly, let's take a look at Andy Bernard, often the person in the office with the worst sales record, who we can see here keeps undoing all the good work Michael's doing. This is the classic undersell because you should know we don't work out of a log cabin. We trade on the New York Stock Exchange. Ever heard of it? It's in New York. Um, I have to say I'm a little wary of getting involved with a big company. We've had some problems in the past. He's trying to be braggy and arrogant, but you don't win sales just by telling someone how great you are and your company is. Even worse, Andy starts trying to make out that Dunder Mifflin is bigger than they really are, only for the prospect to say that he'd rather work with a small company anyway. So. Andy makes the sales sin of just assuming he knows what the prospect wants rather than asking them. He's so busy talking that he doesn't do enough listening to understand their actual needs and requirements. We see this as well with Ryan, who gets so in his own head and is trying to perfectly calculate everything, which means he comes off so robotic and unnatural. That's why getting in the right state before any sales call or meeting actually is a good idea, whether that means listening to the right song, making yourself feel better, or whatever works for you. But now, if you want more real life lessons from The Office, there are several other episodes in the Unlikely Mentor series to choose from. We've got leadership lessons from Michael Scott, business lessons from Dwight Schrute, and lots more on the way if you like and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Cheers.